Hey, it's John from CityCast. If you're in the mood to pamper yourself a little bit this week while supporting cruelty-free products, you should check out Bone Cur Home and Wellness. It's the best place in Portland to find everything from chic home decor to cannabis accessories. They've got a curated collection of vegan and cruelty-free home goods and wellness products because their name is French for kind heart, after all. You'll get a 20% discount on your first order when you sign up for emails this week at boncoeur.net. That's B-O-N-C-O-E-U-R.net. And use the code BONECURCITYCAST20. When you think of a classic diner, what comes to mind? A counter? Cozy booths? Never-ending coffee refills? Maybe one of those tabletop griddles? Well, this month, Eater Portland wrestled with this very concept of what even constitutes a Portland diner in a city that's had more diner closures this past few years than ever before. So today on CityCast Portland, we're talking with Brooke Jackson-Glidden, editor at Eater Portland and recent James Beard Award winner, about her best picks for the true diner experience. So go grab some black coffee and those little sugar packets and let's get into it. It's Tuesday, June 27th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Brooke, congratulations on your big win. Oh my gosh. Surreal. I really, really did not see that one coming. Like genuinely. I did. I know people say that, but I did not. I really did. Remember when I predicted that you would win? Listen, you should have put money on it. (laughs) Oh my God, that's a whole new, like category of betting just like who's gonna win the james beard just have brackets perfect portland would get into it totally but before we jump in i wanted to see if you could help us define what makes a diner or what is a diner for our listeners since we're gonna be going through it you know yeah what criteria are we working with so i think that you know When we were defining diners here for this specific package and what we think of as diners, um, it's a place specifically that serves breakfast and lunch that's going to have dishes that we really associate with diners. So, you know, your your flapjacks, your corned beef hash, your egg and three are basically, you know, like toast, hash browns, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Into like milkshakes, burgers, fries, and then like those weird specific diner foods that I feel like you only see on these sorts of menus, like liver and onions or like cottage cheese as a side. Like those feel like very diner specific dishes. And if you have that, I think that there are a few aesthetic things that I do think are true of like most diners, which is that you have this really classic diner counter, Mm -hmm. this place where people can sit, kind of like the original chef's counter, if you will. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, yeah. Right. And booths. You've got to have booths, right? Right, right. Booths, bank hats, something along those lines where, where again, it's it's this idea of like family friendly, friendly seating, but also like solo diner seating. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 meant to feel accessible. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to break down your picks into categories. Yeah. Since we're talking already about brackets. So we're going to be using time of day as a bracket. Uh, we're talking like morning, afternoon and late night. So the way I was thinking about it is, what are the best diners for early morning? And I'm thinking, obviously, 
what's going to cure a hangover or mm-hmm. what's going to be just like your quick like, hey, like this actually happened to me. Someone was working on my house and I couldn't make breakfast. And I was just like, where can I quickly just eat something oh, no. where I can just like hang out and maybe work and it's not going to be a big deal, you know? And I feel like a diner was perfect for that. Diner is such a classic example of that. Yeah. Okay, so when I think like early morning diner, I feel like we've lost a lot of that Mm. here. And I think maybe that's because my college diner in Boston, like it opened at 4 a.m., baby. They were like there for the people getting off of the last shift. Right, right. Or like truck drivers or whatever. Mm. And I don't think there are many places like that left here, unfortunately. Um, But there are places that open at like 7 Mm a.m., which is still much earlier than most Portland restaurants or breakfast cafes. But 7 a.m., I'm like... I know some people are like, 7 a.m. is early, girl. But like, to me, that's like medium early <laughs> comparatively. So my my answer has to be Stepping Stone Cafe. Um, I really love that place. I think that, you know, like I have specific memories of like waking up, walking around that park that's kind of over there and like going in, sitting at this counter and getting like a cup of coffee and biscuits and gravy I love biscuits and gravy. It's like one of my favorite. It feels like a very Oregon breakfast food. I mean, it's it's American. It's everywhere. But like, I don't know. I just feel like biscuits and gravy you see in a lot of diner menus and a lot of cafes in, in Portland. So I think they do a really great version of it. I also really, if I'm like really, really hungover, I really like like a ham steak and eggs. Interesting. Yeah, because like people, people love like a steak and eggs, but sometimes I'm like weirded out by it. Like, I don't know, sometimes if I'm really, really, again, we're talking, like, not kind of hungover, like, egregiously hungover. Like, I might get weirded out by, like, even, like, sausage or bacon. So, like, just, like, ham, it's going to be good. It's going to be salty. It's going to hit that protein sort of element. And to me, I think it's more inclined to stay juicy. I think that they're, the chicken fried steak has more of a potential of being overcooked. Unless it's from Nighthawk. Have you been a Nighthawk? Yes, yes. And I do think, so I had like a, again, I had these like weird, um, constant questions of like, what is a diner? Is this a diner? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Nighthawk to me is an example of those like diner dive bars. Like a Slim's? Yes, totally. Very much the same thing or like. Because it's not as accessible. Right. Because like if you were to walk by, a family wouldn't be like, oh, everyone, we should go to Slim's. Right. Or Nighthawk, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can, but I think that it, it was it was hard for me to kind of decide. And my, my exception was my father's place. Like to mm-hmm. me, that is a dive bar diner, but the diner is a diner. You walk in, there is no mistaking it's a diner. It's a big counter. It has the plastic salt and pepper shakers, the big white coffee mugs. So I'm like, okay, that's a diner for sure. You just don't go on the dive bar side. It's like they're, they have a good like separation of church and state there. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. These are great. Okay. What about afternoon? A nice place to eat alone if you needed to um, either work, read, or just recharge. What's your pick for the perfect afternoon diner? So I think again, a very funny thing to me is that Again, we have really shortened the time frame that a diner is open these days. Like it's like they're opening later and they're closing earlier. So a lot of diners are now closing at like one or two. And that's I've kind of always been the case. But like when it comes to like I'm getting to a place at 2 p.m., I am getting a, I don't know, like a double-decker club sandwich. And again, not feeling guilty for like taking a booth. Like so if I'm like at a diner and it's just me and it's like 11 a.m., I'll feel like a kind of a jerk if <laughs> Taking, oh, a taking a whole booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a place where I feel like I can do that at 2 p.m. You know what I mean? No one's there. Um, again, people might go, oh, it's not a diner. I stand by it being a diner. And my answer is Bannings. 
oh. the like pie place kind of like on the way. If you're like going to wine country, you pass it. Um, I think like to me, I really associate diners with pie. Like I think mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. to me, it, it's I think it comes from like childhood trips to like go camping or to the mountains. And then like, okay, we're going to stop at a place like if you're... Eugene gang rise up uh, like if you're going to the Vita Cafe on your way to camp or whatever you get a slice of pie so like I really think pie I associate diners like like road trip diner experiences with pie and Bannings has so much and has like that big pie case and stuff so I love to like go in I get a uh, slice of pie depending on the season I am I'm, I'm kind of a key lime girl really yeah and if I'm like destitute if I'm like extremely sad um chicken pot pie is like my this Aww. is like three alarm but is it three as a former journalist or a current journalist but a former like newsroom journalist it's like i'm trying to remember is it a three alarm fire or f- anyway point is if i'm real sad i need a chicken pot pie stat i will do that at bannings um or just straight up again i love a chicken club sandwich like that that full energy um but i i will get that there um also, side note, Fuller's coming back soon. I was going to ask. Waiting with bated breath. When you said, yeah, Ooh. early morning and you didn't say Fuller's, I was like, that's it. Well, Fuller's has been closed. Yeah, Fuller's is, is basically where I would go whenever I would have to take my girlfriend or a friend yeah. super early to PDX or to anything. We would treat ourselves. We'd be like, okay, we're just going to go to Fuller's and have a, have mm-hmm. some breakfast and then like off you go, you know? I, I'm gonna, I, I don't want to like show my hand, but I really have to say if you are like getting up early to go to PDX and you're not going to Cameo, what are we doing? It's oh like my right God. on the way. <laughs> I love Cameo so much. And it's like right on the way to PDX. We got it. We got it. We got to stick. We got to stick to our bracket. Staying where we this are. This whole show, <laughs> this whole show could be about Cameo Cafe. Anyway, point is, um, Fuller's has been closed. I'm waiting. Come back soon, my love. I So important to me. Um, but what Fuller's does, does is that chicken club sandwich that's like kind of half a chicken salad sandwich and half a BLT. Ooh. Oh what? my God. I love it so much. It's like a full layer of chicken salad. Bill Oakley has told me about this for like years and it's so, so good. And Bill Oakley would be the person who would know about sandwiches. I don't know if you all know who Bill Oakley is, but he used to be a former writer on The Simpsons. And he wrote the most, like, one of the most, uh, I wouldn't say notorious, well-known bits, which was Mm -hmm. steamed hams. And then out of nowhere, he was just like, I'm going to move to Portland. I don't know if he was from here originally, but he was like, I'm going to move to Portland. And then he got super into reviewing fast food. And if you're at all mm-hmm. into sandwiches or just like fast food, like this guy, it's not just like someone going, hmm, this is good. Like he really, really dedicated his his life to becoming like a fast food foodie. And it's amazing. Yeah. Also, Brooke, it's a five, five alarm fire. Five alarm fire. Not three alarm. Five whole alarms. <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> if, if, okay, so five alarm Depression situation, chicken pot pie bannings. All right. (laughs) We'll punch that in. I'm so glad we locked that in. All right. All right. Well, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, let's talk about the late night spots. So next one, late night. Can accommodate a larger friend crowd. Maybe has items that will soak up all the alcohols. Uh... What's your late night diner pick? 
There is literally no answer other than my father's place. Okay. My father's place is the answer to this. Like, you could say, oh, a hot cake house. No. My father's place. You want to know why? Because it's, like, an important transition place. Mm-hmm. You go in. You're still a little lit. You're, like, flaming Dr. Peppers. And you, like, do that. Or, you're like, you have your final beer. And then it's, like, okay, and now I need biscuits and gravy. Uh-huh. Now I need a patty melt. And you know what? You got one. You got one, baby. It is a diner just as much. And it's open until 2.30. So it's like, this is a place that opens, I think, at 7 a.m. and closes at 2.30 a.m. That's, right now, kind of unheard of. And, like, the food is... I'm sorry. Decent. I'm sorry. That's what Slim's yeah. does. I feel like at every point, I just, like, <laughs> so you just, you know, Slim's. Okay. I stand by this, but I like the vibe. I don't I don't dislike Slim's. I dated someone in St. John's. I wow. hang out there. Wow. Did you really pull the I dated this? someone in St. John's vibe, so I don't hate Slim's, Brooke? No, I spent time at Slim's. I am familiar. <laughs> I, ju- I just, I am not, I just, if it's a choice, if it's a choice, I'm, I think everyone has their version of this, but my, I'm speaking my truth. Okay. And my <laughs> truth is my father's life. I will allow it. <laughs> I do I do love Slims. I'm not anti-Slims. But mm-hmm. my answer in my heart is my father's place. And I think it has to do with how it looks in there. Okay, like I get it. No, I get it. I totally get it. Are you telling me there's a better way to end the night? It's like, okay, we've been bar crawling. And then you go to my father's place. Okay. And, and you can have a beer and you can play pool. And then you eat like, they make this like, it's so gross. And I love it more than anything on earth. It's like, a pan it's like kind of a mcgriddle but make a diner Ooh, so it's like a, a so breakfast good. sandwich with pancakes and that's right up my alley baby <laughs> okay all-time favorite we've done the morning we've done the afternoon we've done dinner what is your all-time favorite portland diner you can only pick one brook cameo cameo cafe period Will you tell someone who, because yes. I know about Cameo. Oh, I know about Cameo. But can you tell someone who's never heard of Cameo, what Cameo is, where it is, why it's so gosh darn special? So Cameo technically runs two locations. But for me, when we talk about Cameo, we're talking about Cameo Cafe East, which is the diner that is next to like a motel of the same name. Technically, I think it's Northeast, but it's like off Sandy. This place. It's by the grotto. I remember that. Yes, it's it's very close to the grotto. It's a good spot to go before the grotto if you're someone who's like, who does that. I once went to the grotto and prayed to a Filipino Jesus for barbecue and it worked. Oh, wow. Go on. How do I just leave the? Okay, whatever. So (laughs) I was like, how are we just abandoning Filipino Jesus? We'll go back to it. We'll get back to it. If you go to the grotto, there's so many Jesus. Okay, yeah. okay, go on, go on, go on. Cameo Cafe. So it's, you walk in there and it's like very like Portland warped cottagecore. It looks like if Ren and Stimpy kind of tried to imagine what cottagecore would be. Like it's not, it's not straight cottagecore. <laughs> it's like, there's like this weird kind of Portland I don't want to say like quirkiness, but quirkiness to like how it approaches it. So it's like kind of wild in there. There are like family photos and stuff all over the place. It is a diner. They have like the counter and everything, but it also has this like weird cutesy cafe vibe. Mm -hmm. It's been open for like ages, for decades, but the current owner, Suji, she took this diner, this business that was for sale and essentially tried to kind of like fold in 
Korean foods into the menu. And, and you know, she's mm-hmm. Korean. But it was, like, very, like, it was the 90s. There were just no, there weren't Korean restaurants in Portland at that period of time. But Cameo Cafe kind of starts doing this, where it's like, okay, we're going to just put, like, a little bulgogi on here. And we're going to put, like, a little bit of this on here. And then, like, one day she's just like, screw it. I'm going to, like, try giving away kimchi. Like, I'm just going to, like... I, I this very white city I'm, I'm just gonna see if people will eat it she was like I won't be mad if you don't like it and people loved it because kimchi rules and I love it very much and hers is great and so she just started to incorporate more and more Korean food onto this diner menu and now it's like this amazing Korean American diner you can get like eggs and bacon and then get the kimchi on the side they they make like a bindityuk which is like a a big mung bean pancake. Mm-hmm. So you can get that with bacon and eggs. I believe they have like a, a Buddha jjigae. Like they have like a, a this selection of Korean food in among like really good blueberry pancakes, like really good. You know what I mean? Like you get kind of the full experience there. And I think like the quality of the food is really great. It's so fun in there. She is so fun when she's around. She's all, I always feel like she's wearing a fedora. Like, I don't know. She's just got to look. <laughs> so true. She will come to, she will literally come and just chat you up. Like every time yeah. I've gone there, she's been there and she gets really excited if you order yeah. any of the, any of the food that's like specifically very Korean. She will come to your table and just be like, do you like it? Like she's really stoked right. that you order. We either get this spicy soldier soup, which is kimchi, yeah. ham, sausage, and veggies with ramen. Um, or you could get a mandu bowl. I mean, my partner's Korean, so she mm. and she's also Catholic. So we go to Cameo. Oh, fun. I mean, there's just so I mean, yeah, I mean, God, the the menu there, you have so many, so many, so many, so many things. But I just feel like it's a really big menu. And it's like, I don't know, there's a lot that's really good there. And I just really think it's hard to go wrong. <laughs> like, I don't know. I haven't gone and been like, mm, this was the wrong choice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's awesome. Bury my heart at Cameo Cafe. That's that's where you're, we're going to spread Brooks ashes. Thank you. Cameo Cafe. Everyone else is going to be super annoyed, but it's whatever. <laughs> okay. Last, last question. Last question. If you were a diner menu item, what would you be? While you're waiting, while you're trying to collect your thoughts, I will let you know that Julia, our audio producer, has already answered this, and she said mm-hmm. she would be a side of bacon with maple syrup, Canadian as all heck. That's such a good answer. Okay. You know what? This is my answer. It's very specific. And of course, I have like a weirdly specific one. When I was in college, there was a diner in Boston and they had a combo number one special. It came with eggs, potatoes, uh, a meat of choice. I did corned beef hash, one pancake and one piece of French toast. And it was $7. So like two plates of food. You could not fit it on one plate. It was $7. And this is me. And I think the reason why is that I am someone who can be very sweet. I am also someone who can be a little salty um and i have a very hard time making choices yeah or cheap and plentiful yeah (laughs) you know me (laughs) i'm easy (laughs) claudia i have so much fun here (laughs) and now for your microdose of news The Oregon legislative session ended this weekend with a flurry of new bills being passed, including one that once again criminalizes the possession of the powerful opioid fentanyl. It's the first time lawmakers went back on the controversial Measure 110, which decriminalized possessing small amounts of drugs in Oregon. The new bill makes it a misdemeanor to possess even one gram of fentanyl, and it passed with bipartisan support. 
Also, parents, students, and teachers are pushing back against a local religious leader for recommending that Catholic schools not recognize transgender and non-binary students' gender identities. Oregon Archbishop Alexander Sample issued guidance earlier this year on the use of things like pronouns, uniforms, and all-gender bathrooms. The protests have led to the Archdiocese of Portland temporarily closing its Department of Catholic Schools. For even more local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's. <laughs>